When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Over, 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 over all things ATL. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download Peachtree Football, and subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcast. We are on the Odyssey app. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify as well. Heck, wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there. Bo Morgan, it's a Friday, one of our most favorite times of the week because we are that much closer to Atlanta Falcons football. And we are in the penultimate game, Squid Billy. The Falcons at home this Sunday taking on the Arizona Cardinals, trying to get a win at home where they've been pretty good this season. And we're going to try and get Desmond Ritter's first win of his young career and the sixth win overall for the Atlanta Falcons. And we have a pretty good chance to do it here against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the first thing we want to take a look at, Bo, when we talk about this game, is uh, the quarterback matchup. And we know Desmond is going to be playing for us, but who is going to be playing for the Arizona Cardinals? And I think that answer has changed since the last time we talked. It looked like It looks like, Colt McCoy is going to be available. Uh, he is not on the injury report, and I'm going to uh, – No, I can go ahead and – oh, you you yeah, yeah. yeah. Clear concussion protocol. Well, there you go. Um, he is going to start. There it is. Colt McCoy versus Desmond Ritter. Now, that does change things, Bo, for the Atlanta Falcons and how they have to game plan. They probably were getting ready for both, Trace McSorley and Colt McCoy. Coming into the week, but Colt McCoy adds a little bit of a different element. He probably can do a little bit more with the offense, so they'll be able to open up the offense a little bit more, um, take more deep shots, I'm thinking, um, because, I mean, let's be honest, Colt McCoy was the backup quarterback for a reason, and Trace McSorley was a third-string quarterback for a reason. Colt McCoy is, you know, better than Trace McSorley, to put it quite frankly. Um, so that changes things for the Atlanta Falcons, but still a good opportunity for the Atlanta Falcons to to get back on the winning track, Bo. Yeah, well, I mean, Colt McCoy's a he's a he's a veteran. He's been in the league for 
uh, a long time now. I think this is his 10th, uh, 13th year. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, he, he's, he's, he knows the system better. He has a little bit better chemistry with some of these guys. Um, because he's, he started a few games and he's been there all year. Um, so McSorley is a guy that's, you know, he, he kind of plugged in and that doesn't mean we won't see McSorley, you know, you don't know right. how Colt's going to play. Right. But either way, it's better than facing Kyler Murray and <laughs> you just got to continue to win up. You got to well, continue. You've got to win up front. You can't let James Conner start filling himself. And then, and then, um, and that's their primary running game because you look at the uh, look at the other guys. I mean, Connor ran 15 times last week, whereas uh, Keontae Ingram only only ran the ball once, and, and Corey mm-hmm. Clement um, hasn't ran the ball all year, and he's just been added in here. So it's um and 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 honestly, Colt McCoy. Um, he still gives you a little bit of a run threat. I mean, he's carried the ball 14 times this year. I, you know, when dropped it and and ran with it, or they didn't, they don't do as much design stuff with him. But he does. He can make a few plays with his legs. He's not, um, he's not a Kyler Murray, and he's not some of these other guys that you face or you could face. But he right. can, he can get out and and keep a play alive if needed. But, but the main thing is, is you know, the Falcons need to to, to just really. So if they slow down that run game, they can limit the time possession. And I think that, you know, they can look at maybe matching up probably AJ with, with, with D hop, who's coming off a, a terrible game. Only had a catch for four yards. So mm-hmm. th- you, some of these matchups you like, but you also look and see what they did last week on the other side of the ball against Tampa Bay and how that made that game a, a tight game. So you like to think that you, there's some things that you could, um that you could take advantage of. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely things you can take advantage of. And, you know, but we can go ahead and really get into our uh, uh, matchups to watch here. The first one I'm going to go with is uh, I'm actually going to go with Tyler Algier against this Cardinals uh, run defense. And this because this Cardinals run defense isn't too bad. 12th in the league right now, the Cardinals are against the run. But Tyler Algier has really been cooking lately. He's been going well. And like we've been talking about. You know, the past couple of episodes, he's really been starting to get the lion's share of the carries. Um, and, you know, Cordell Patterson is still involved as well, so he'll be in the mix. But uh, Tyler Algier has really been, you know, heating up lately. And, you know, I know he only hey, he didn't get a, another 100-yard game against the Baltimore Ravens, but still had a fairly nice game against a good, very good Baltimore Ravens run, def- run defense. So it'll be interesting to see how the Falcons' uh, rushing attack fares against the Cardinals' Uh, run defense because you know you just talked about the Cardinals running game and not getting James Conner going and trying to limit his carries and uh, well not limit his carries but limit his yards and uh, you know his explosive plays but the Falcons are going to have to get the run game going as well obviously um, a a running game and a a good defense is a young quarterback especially a rookie quarterback's best friend and you know I don't know how much of the defensive part we have but we definitely have a running game and we want to get that going um, early and often, as that's always the game plan for Arthur Smith. So, if Tyler Algier can get something going early against this, you know, this fairly solid Arizona Cardinals run defense, I think that bodes really well for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Tyler Algier is last uh, four games 
has um and, and, and it looks a little bit less than his, but he's got fifty six carries for uh over three hundred yards, which comes out to um five point six yards a carry, which is pretty good. And he's getting a clip of five uh yards a carry, and you've seen his production um really go up. The last two weeks he's carried he's had more carries than he's had uh in any span of his career. And obviously it's a young career, but it still is worth noting that he's starting to really get more of the workload. You're really seeing a lot of these rookies take on more with Ritter in the quarterback, Algiers' workload going up, Drake London's load. I mean, Drake London's I, – I, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's anything you have for Drake London, but if you look at Drake London, um, he's, he's someone to watch this week because this guy has, in his last three games, he's been targeted 32 times. So remember, one of these games was with Mariota, but – London's last three games, he's had 32 targets for 20 with 20 catches out of that and uh, 261 yards. So his last three games, he's caught the ball 20 times. Now he does wow. have two fumbles that he's lost and uh, one in each of the last two games, and they were both on critical fourth downs that they had converted until he fumbled. Um, so that's always worth noting, and, and I think that is something that he is definitely working on. But my first matchup is going to be uh, how Isaiah Simmons is used for Arizona and how that matches up. This is a guy that if you listen to Desmond Ritter talk this week, he's 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 mentioned that they don't want to line him up. Isaiah Simmons is a linebacker. That's the way he was drafted anyways. Right. Um, and he's a guy at Clemson. He's 6'4", 240. The guy can run like a deer. And if you look at some of the charts that are out there, they've got him lined up as a nickel. They mm. move him everywhere. They use him a linebacker. I think they use him on the edge a little bit um, because he does have three sacks, so he's definitely uh, coming on blitzes or whatever. But they, they they line him up everywhere. There's nothing they don't think this guy can't do, and they show it. So how Desmond Ritter is able to locate him and and and, and how Arthur is – because you, you, can, you can bet your ass if, if Desmond Ritter's mentioned him in an interview uh, or talking with the media, that's a guy that they've – They've that they've located in film study, and then Arthur Smith has built a plan out for, you know, in game plan for where they might have him, and and they'll have different calls set up where when Desmond comes to the line, depending on the the the, the look the defense has given you, and where in that look Isaiah Simmons is located, there's a you know they'll probably they'll probably have some checks or some some calls for him to kind of kind of you know, neutralize what they may or may not be doing based on what they've seen on film from Isaiah Simmons. So that's one that's kind of interesting to me is how they try to use Isaiah Simmons and how Ritter and Arthur and Dave Ragone all have um, planned for that and how they adjust on the fly. And honestly, look, that first quarter, the second quarter adjustments and that second, and then, you know, the, the second quarter, the third quarter, or, or first, the second half adjustments of what they've done with Isaiah Simmons or what they haven't done. That's another one. That's another thing to watch because uh, I think he's one of the more important players on their defense. Most definitely. Isaiah Simmons is one of their building blocks, not only on their defense, but on their team overall. Uh, he's been a very, very good player ever since he's been drafted out of Clemson. So Isaiah Simmons can definitely be a game record. And you definitely want to know where he is uh, on the field at all times. And real quick, just to tie a bow on the the Tyler Algier thing too Bo I didn't even realize uh Tyler Algier has a chance to be the first Falcons rookie to top 100 scrimmage yards now he didn't rush for 
100 yards last game, but he had 74 rushing yards and then 43 receiving yards as well. So he could be the first rookie to top um, three consecutive games or have three consecutive games with 100 scrimmage yards in, uh, in Falcons history. So hopefully Tyler Algier can uh, can break that record as a Falcons rookie. And that just goes to show how good he's been this year and how strong he's come on, especially, you know, these last couple of weeks. But um, I have uh, really one more matchup for you, Squid Billy. And that, for me, is going to be um, – you, you kind of alluded to it earlier, but I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Hopkins against A.J. Terrell. I think that's going to be a very big matchup because, look, we know – I mean – Hollywood Brown is there, and he's definitely going to get some looks. But Colt McCoy is going to try to find DeAndre Hopkins. I don't, I don't really have a doubt about that. They love trying to find D Hop, and it's going to be a good. This is going to be a really, really good test for AJ Terrell. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the game right now. Hands are immaculate. Rarely drops anything that throws that's thrown his way. And uh, this is just going to be another good test for AJ Terrell, and you know, show how much of a lockdown corner AJ is and uh hopefully he he he's ready for the test and I think he is but DeAndre Hopkins is gonna yeah try at least try to give AJ Terrell a run for his money uh this week so I think that's gonna be a very good matchup to watch yeah I mean uh you know Hopkins coming off that kind of game uh I think some of that can be attributed to McSorley but I also think right. that um you know he's 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 been okay since he's come out for the suspension. Um, right. only got three touchdowns on the year and sixty-four catches. But there, there was a, there was a bit, real issue. It seemed to be with between him and 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 Kyler to oh, start yeah. the, once he came back. <laughs> you could tell um, it seems to be an issue with Kyler and everyone, and 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 that's 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 not my problem. That's their problem. But so maybe I think I think he's I think he'll play as well with Colt, and I think Colt McCoy would really like to find him. They've got some guys too. I mean we. You know they got uh you know an old an old guy an older guy I should say and AJ Green who's probably going to try to get in here yeah. early and check out the the Peach Bowl the night before, um and Robbie Anderson's a guy that can burn you deep so that's something right. that did the Darren Halls and the Cornell Armstrongs and um did you know, Oliver, Oliver, Oliver and D Alford whoever might get him in the nickel mm -hmm. is going to have to to definitely remember and Pharaoh Cooper's still a decent player in this league he's got sixty catches this year himself and don't forget Hollywood so. They've got some guys that can catch the rock and and burn you. Uh, if you so, you got to be careful. The other one I would look at, and it's a guy that's been talked about a decent amount in Atlanta radio so far this year is, um, you know, this week anyways is, you know, Caleb McGarry, who's mm -hmm. had a pretty decent year. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, this is a big matchup for him because I think that he's going to see a lot of JJ Watt uh, on his side. So Hal right. Lindstrom and, and McGarry handle Watt depending on where Watt is lined up. I know he's a he's attack he's a defensive tackle essentially in this three four. But he's a guy that'll line up over there on the edge and he'll go after a tackle every once in a while. And he's you know, McGarry has struggled with quick guys. Now Watt is still a quick twitch guy. He's very physical, which is why he's been so dangerous. His quick twitch uh and his quickness off the line with his physicality was was one of the things that really made him unstoppable. So can Caleb McGarry kind of prove this week against a guy who's playing his last two games? He's going to leave it all out there his last two games. Yep. So with Watt coming out here in his 12th year, playing his final two games, 
he's definitely going to be a terror, and he's he's going to leave it all out there. So McGarry will have his hands full to try to slow down uh, what is or who is J.J. Watt. You said it, Squid. Uh, you just alluded to it. J.J. Watt announced his retirement earlier this week, and with again, with two games left in his career, he's going to put it all out there. He was already a guy who gave 110% every time he touched a football field, and he's not going to do anything less if not do more when he gets out there uh, these past two games, including Sunday against the Falcons. So Caleb McGarry is going to have to be ready for that. J.J. Watt's coming, and he's coming out strong. So if he can have a good performance uh, against J.J. Watt and keep Desmond Ritter clean, that's going to be even more of a, that's going to be another thing to put on his resume and to show the Falcons and other teams that, hey, I deserve a long-term deal, and I can be anybody's starting right tackle. So. That's going to be a big matchup there. I'm glad you brought that up. However, it is time to transition to our keys to the game. Squid, what you got? Well, simple. Very, very simple. You go look, you at, like the, simple. Go look at the first quarter against the Saints. Mm-hmm. First possession, three and out. Second possession, three and out. Mm-hmm. Um, third possession, you got a little, you got a little bit going. Um, go look at the first quarter against the Ravens. First possession, three and out. Second possession, three and out. Third possession, uh, five and out. Mm. So, or I should say six and out. Um, right. So those are those are empty possessions that you've had to start the first quarter in Desmond Ritter's two starts. I think being at home, it is um, it's kind of important to uh to see what he's got and to for him to get off to a quick start. I kind of stumbled through that. But I think it it would mean a lot for the rookie to come in and and get a possession and start moving the ball down the field. They they've done that a decent job of that being at home this year. Uh now these are going to be not the adverse conditions. You're going to have a home crowd. You're not going to have a cold weather and a and a big win. Nope. You're playing a defense. You should be able to run the ball. Um, against, and, and it's not the same front that you faced last week. So I'd like to think that Desmond Ritter, a key for them, is, is this offense is to get off to a good start, move the ball, even if you just get a field goal, go down there and get some points, get that, kind of get that rhythm going early, get that confidence flowing early. You're at home, let's go. Desmond Ritter never lost a home game uh, at the University of Cincinnati. I think he was like 26-0 and 0 or something like that. So it's going to be really important to me, for for the for the not only the Falcons' offense, but for him personally, and maybe and even Arthur as a play caller, kind of know it's working. Uh, to, to for this team to move the ball early, I, I would even take honestly, you know, let's just say that you get the opening kick, goes to the end zone, you start at the twenty-five, and you get to uh, you know around the the fifty to the the, to the Cardinals, maybe forty-five, and, and maybe you're forced to punt. Then what that's done is you've possessed the ball a little bit. You've got a little bit of flow in the offense, uh, hopefully, and uh, you flip the field. And so now you should be able to pin them inside the 20, hopefully inside the 10 or the 5. And now Colt McCoy, you know, that you kind of change what they can start with a little bit. Obviously, there's a lot of these coaches like to script a lot of plays. Um, sometimes they'll script a whole drive. Sometimes they'll script the first first down, the first set, first five first down plays and first five set, so forth. Um so it just depends on the coach and the preference. But 
Can I change up what they can do and just get that offensive flow going? And then that way, you're not behind the eight ball. You're not down 10 nothing or 13 nothing or whatever. And you're not playing from behind, and it keeps everything open for when you get into the second half and it's a 3-3 game or a, you know, a 17-10 game with your score. You know, you, you, you can do things differently. There's not as much pressure. You can be more relaxed. You can take some more shots. Just open so much more up if you get off to a quick start instead of stumbling and bumbling and then playing from a deficit the entire game. No, I completely agree. And, you know, I would love for them, obviously, the we would absolutely love for them to score a touchdown on the first drive. Heck, I would even take a field goal at this point. And like you said, heck, even making it to the 50 or the Cardinals 45 on the first drive would be uh, would be okay as well. But I would really, really, really love to see a touchdown on the first drive because I feel like it's been a good while since we've seen a touchdown on the first drive. It's It's happened rarely this season. But no, I completely agree with that, and I'm actually going to build my key um, uh, to the game off of yours, and that's let's play with the lead. Like, most of this game, if not the entire game, let's play with the lead. I feel like the, these past few games, we've been playing from behind. So let's play with the lead this game, be able to continue to, to, to run the football and not have to kind of abandon the running game a little bit and, and have to throw it around more than we really need to. Let's play with the lead, be able to stick with the run throughout the duration of the game. You know, keep Tyler Algier going, keep Cordell Patterson going. Let's just play with the lead and be able to play our style of football all game long because I don't think we've been necessarily I don't think we've necessarily been able to do that these past couple of weeks, Bo. Yeah, and it definitely changes how you call a game. Right. Uh, defensively, offensively, you know, your strategies change. It would be nice to see. Um, Ritter get to play with with that confidence of having the lead, and I think he could free some things up. I really do think this is a game that, you know, last week you saw uh, thirty three uh, pass attempts, and he only pat he went through it twenty six the week before. He threw for uh, almost two hundred twenty yards. I think you're going to see a little bit more of that. I'd like to see a little bit more. I'd like to see, you know, this team is. I feel like we've done a lot of screen stuff. I need. I need. I want to see CP get the ball a little bit in the passing game and see him open up because he, he is a, as much as violent as he runs and as violent as Tyler Algier runs, they're different running backs oh, um, and, and kind of their style a little bit. And I think that change up, you know, could be, could be really good, especially this team. It's just, look, I just want to see, I really want to see a lot of Ritter. I'd like to see Ritter throw the ball 30 times. I'd like to see some balance. I want to see a win. I don't give a damn about the draft <laughs> position or any of that crap. I want to win the game. I want to see Desmond look comfortable. Um, and I think this could be a career day for Ritter. I really do. I think Drake London could get could go up, go over 100 yards. I think Ritter might get near 300 if um, it because this this passing defense is there for the taking. They can give him time. They can set the pass up for the run. I think we might see uh, a, a, a deep shot connected, and uh, I think we could have fun on Sunday. I'm looking forward to New Year's Day. Man, let's get Drake London 100 yards. Let's get Tyler Algier 100 yards on the ground and some passing yards as well. Now let's get Desmond Ritter 300 yards and two or three touchdowns, man. I, I, that would be an ideal day and a good New Year's Day present from the Atlanta Falcons to the rest of the Atlanta Falcons fans. And let's go ahead and get that 
undefeated home record. Started for Desmond Reynolds. He was undefeated at, at Cincinnati when he played at home. Like you said, let's go ahead and start that for his Atlanta Falcons career as well. Bo, it's about that time, man. It, it's about that time to start our score predictions. Um, we we don't usually look at the spread, and that's something we did yesterday on uh, on when we when I was filling in for Chris Thomas on the other side of the glass. So that's not something we'll start implementing um, these last two weeks, and then we'll start doing the next season as well. Um, I, I feel like you you brought it up um, at, at times, but uh, we can start bringing up the spread too, Bo, if in commenting on that. Yeah, but by the way, how about that game last night? The spread moved to fourteen. Yeah, right before kickoff. Um, yep. Probably about 725, it moved from 13 and a half to 14. Yep. And what was the final score? A 27 to 13. A right 14 on point it. game. Right on it, man. So, I like that. I so mean, like, that's crazy, too. And, and by the way, the score was pretty much what we predicted. I said somewhere yeah. in that, what did I say? I think I think I said somewhere from uh, 27 to 3 to 10 to 13 yeah. or 30, something like that. Like, yep. I mean, it was right there on it, man. Crazy. It was, <laughs> it's just crazy how. Um, how even when the one team was completely depleted, uh, it's still, you know, the games are so close. So, uh, the Falcons are a three and a half point favorite. Yep. Um, you know, I think I was pretty close last week in my prediction. I think I said something like 17, 13, and I think that's where, what was it? It ended up at 17, six or something. 17, I, I think, nine, yeah. I think the Falcons win this game. I think 24 to, uh, 10. 24 to 13, somewhere in that range. Uh, I think they're able to put the points on the board. And I like the Falcons to cover in this game on Sunday. Falcons victory, and they get that sixth win. All right. I like it, and I would definitely hope to see it. I'm going to say 24 to 13. Falcons get the dub. Desmond Ritter throws two touchdown passes. He gets his. Uh, he gets a touchdown pass of really the first two of his uh, his career. So Desmond gets the first two touchdown passes of his career. Tyler Algier has a big day. And again, Falcons get that six win. So I'm going to go 24 to 13. Falcons get the W. And as far as us, that's a W podcast. And we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. But um, it'll it'll be a fun day, hopefully, on Sunday. And hopefully we will get the win but Bo um as far as New Year's plans man I guess you know are you doing anything New Year's Eve I I mean we have a home game so we'll be able to stay here but you got to get up kind of early for for Falcons do you got anything planned for the New Year my friend this this is our last podcast until 2023 yeah uh uh, one of my neighbors is having a little he had a he's a Georgia grad so he had a New Year's party last year okay um, when they played Michigan and we went over there before we flew to Buffalo uh, for the Falcons bills and uh, they're doing it again this year. So I'm going to take the golf cart over there and, uh, and we'll take it right over there and hang out for a while, watch the game, see the, uh, the peach drop or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And then I'll head back home right after that. And uh, you know, uh, get, get a good night's sleep for, uh, to watch Desmond Ritter go off on these Arizona Cardinals, the That's Redbird. Right. That's right. That'd be good. I'm actually uh I'm dog sitting for our head honcho and our fearless leader Mike Conti. So that'll be a fun time too. I'm actually I have a I have a show Saturday from eight to ten. Make sure you tune in on nine to nine the game. By the way, shameless plug. So I'm actually gonna do that show from uh from from his house. So I'll be in the Mobile Key Studios on Saturday for anybody out there listening and wondering. So 
that'll be a good time and uh we'll have fun taking care of a good old Clark and Chloe. But awesome. We will uh we will reconvene on Monday and hopefully we will be talking about a big Falcons victory. Until then, make sure you guys like this podcast, download Peace Street Football, subscribe to Peace Street Football. Wherever you get your podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on the Odyssey app. The Peachtree Football Podcast is wherever you get your podcast. So, Bo and I both agree. Falcons win. Hopefully, we see that on Sunday. Want to see Desmond Ritter light it up. Tyler Algier run all over the Arizona Cardinals because guess what? We're the real birds in this matchup. So, until we talk to you guys on Monday. Oh, oh, oh. Peace.